friends, welcome back to another episode of the Fielder Church Podcast, where we are in a series talking all about foster care, adoption, the ups and downs, and everything you could want to know. And today, we are going to focus in on the process of adoption. And so I have brought two adoptive families in with me today and two of my good friends. And so I'm excited for you to learn from them, hear their stories. So let's kick it off. I would love for you guys to tell us who are you? Go ahead and introduce yourself and share a little bit about how adoption has impacted your life. Mm-hmm. Do you want me to start or do you mm-hmm. want to start? Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm Virginia Paredes. Mm-hmm. I am married to Jason and we've been married for 21 years now. It's pretty crazy. Wow. I don't feel old enough yeah. to be married for 21 years, but we have six kids, four biological daughters mm-hmm. and two children that w- were adopted from China. One um, our son, we adopted him 14 years ago. We just celebrated wow. our, our family day this past week. And then our daughter, Jovi, five years ago was adopted from China. So okay, that's yeah, that's that. And my name is Mackenzie yeah. Scott, and I'm married to Reggie. We've been okay. married 16 years. We have two biological sons that are mm-hmm. 15 and 14. Yeah. And we have twin five-year-old girls. Mm. Yes. And our twin girls are adopted. Okay. Awesome. Um, okay. Since we are talking about adoption today and just going to hear a little bit of your story and the process that you guys walked through. I know it was, like you said, many years ago. So mm. we're just going to recount it best as we can. But in your own words, what would you say that adoption is? I want to start at the basics. Like, What is adoption? Um, for me, mm-hmm. adoption is, um, is standing in the gap. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it is bringing somebody, um, into our family who did not originate in our family yeah. and giving everything that we could to make that happen. Right. Um, time, you know, resources, money, mm-hmm. um, uh, and it didn't start like this necessarily, mm-hmm. but really it, it was like just just the biblical commandment of, yeah. you know, caring for widows and orphans. That wasn't like the impetus for us at the beginning, but mm-hmm. it, it soon became clear that this is of the Lord, you know, that adoption in, and it's a, yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I typically tell people, you know, there's a family that needed help mm-hmm. and there was a first family or a birth mm-hmm. family that needed help. And, um, they were brave enough to choose adoption, yes. and the Lord calls families to yeah. step up and say, I'm here. Yeah. But it's also a promise to those children mm-hmm. that I will parent you forever. I will yeah. love you forever. I will give you my best. Right. And so um, – That's beautiful. I love yeah. Well, I love your response. So, <laughs> so eloquent. <laughs> um, so how did you guys decide to adopt? What were maybe some conversations that y'all had stepping into this? <laughs> were you both on board at the same time? Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. When did you guys decide? Do you want to go first Good or me too? <laughs> I want you to. Okay. okay. So uh, it was not, we were not in the same place. It, okay. was a, it wasn't something we necessarily talked about mm-hmm. really, but Jason visited China. He was the missions pastor then. Mm-hmm. And there it was in the visit was to see this little special needs orphanage that our church was um, helping to support. Mm-hmm. And it was the first five kids that were there. And, um, and, he came home and he showed me these pictures and these videos. And I just, I found myself just drawn, like every day I was going back and looking at these pictures and Mm -hmm. um, these videos of this little boy, which was crazy because we had two kids and Madeline Mm -hmm. was maybe three or four months old. So, I mean, it was, it it wasn't like I was longing for another child or anything like that yet because I had a two year old (laughs) and a three year, you know, three month old. 
but I could not shake this desire to, um, to be a part of this little boy's life. And just, and because I knew he had no, um, uh, you know, he was an orphan. So there was, there was no family for him at this point. And so, um, I Mm -hmm. finally went to Jason and asked him and he, I said, what do you think? And it Mm -hmm. was a, no. Yeah. It was a no. Right. But, but the Lord moved. Um, yeah. So, it, and he, yeah. he brought him to that yeah. place. And then yeah. with Jovi, it was completely reversed. I, we had four kids. He brought it up and I was like, nope. And <laughs> so it was very funny it yeah. was, that I was like not on board. Yeah. Um, probably makes him feel better than you. Know. <laughs> <laughs> like on a beach. Yeah. yeah. So um, for us, we had, you know, we were in a about a three-year process. We thought mm-hmm. early in our marriage that we would adopt. I immediately got pregnant after we got married. And yeah. so the thought of adoption didn't come up because mm-hmm. after our first child was mm-hmm. maybe five months old, I got pregnant again. Yeah. And so just having a bunch of little people at home, uh-huh. we didn't talk about adoption. <laughs> but once the boys got a little bigger, the conversation came back up. Mm-hmm. You know, we explored a little bit through foster care and just mm-hmm. realized that that wasn't our calling. Yeah. And then we decided, you know, our family's complete. We have our two mm, boys. We're yeah. complete. Mm-hmm. But um, when the Lord calls you to adoption, it doesn't go away. Yeah. And so we kind of suppressed it for three years. And then mm-hmm. coming to Fielder, you yeah. know, Jason plays a huge role in our adoption mm-hmm. journey. Yeah. Just being at Fielder and hearing about adoption and being surrounded by adoption, it just really started to prick at my heart again. Mm-hmm. But I was too afraid to say, hey, Reggie, you want to open this door up again? Because mm-hmm. we'd already been through so much. Yeah. And so I just told the Lord, I said, you're going to have to talk to Reggie if this is what you yeah. want. I know my husband hears you Mm -hmm. and listens to you. So I just need you to talk to him in his own way. Mm -hmm. And it was really beautiful that the Lord did. And Mm -hmm. he talked to Reggie in a very different way that he talked to me. Mm -hmm. And so whenever I finally brought it up at church one day, because it was a safe safe place to bring up adoption. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Um, The Lord had already been working on him. Mm -hmm. And so it was a let's do this. Let's move forward. Yeah, that's great. Um, I heard you both say that there were hesitancies in Mm -hmm. stepping into this. I think, um, that's another thing, you know, and I used to be in the foster care adoption director role that would share with like, there, there were husbands that were like, no, absolutely Mm -hmm. not. And so how did you enter into those conversations Mm -hmm. or, um, what, what were some of those fears that you were talking about that maybe people listening, they're wrestling with those sure. right now. Mm-hmm. And so like, I just need to be encouraged to like yeah. keep praying for my spouse or what, um, yeah, if you could remember mm-hmm. what some of those were. Well, there's mm-hmm. so much health in my personal opinion mm-hmm. in talking through those things, because if you're not and, and mm-hmm. they're there, they're not gonna go away. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so especially you need to be at a place with your with your spouse that you're talking through that because yeah. you you need to have those conversations and so we did early on and that's what when Jason was like I'm not interested well why and yeah. and there was there was a number of reasons we were mm-hmm. working at that time it was 2006 we wanted to be debt free so yeah. we that was a lot of money it's a lot of money to adopt mm-hmm. Um, yeah. internationally there is a lot of money to mm-hmm. um, in in to adopt domestically you know mm-hmm. here in the United States it can mm-hmm. be really expensive. And so money was a huge factor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, how are we going to pay for it and not mm-hmm. go into debt? Because yeah. um, even as uh, we began exploring it, there were people at the first adoption agency saying, we'll just take out a second mortgage on your house. And that was never yeah. an option for us mm-hmm. as yeah. we were going to get debt free. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing that uh, mm-hmm. Jason was concerned about and even people around us mm-hmm. um, adopting a child with special needs and how that was going to impact us. Like, yeah. um, or it, well-meaning people who mm-hmm. would say things, well, like that's going to be too hard on your family. How's that going to impact your other children? And, mm-hmm. um, and they are, they're well-meaning. It's mm-hmm. coming from a place of love, yeah. but, um, it, it, mm-hmm. 
when when the Lord has spoken, which yeah. he had at that point to me and said, he's going to be your son, then yeah. it doesn't mm-hmm. matter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, money was a big one. Mm-hmm. The, yeah. the the medical needs that were going to be, yeah. um, be mm-hmm. present with Max. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So those were a couple, but mm-hmm. again, I, I mean, I prayed yeah. and when, when Jason said no, I started praying for Jason yeah. and I prayed for the Lord to change his heart because that was not my job. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was not my job to hound him either, um, yeah. and nag him into it because that's not the right mm-hmm. way to go into adoption mm-hmm. Yeah, because right. it's a lot. So yeah, mm-hmm. you both have to be on the same page. For right. sure. <laughs> no, I agree. And I think, um, it wasn't my place to mm-hmm. bring it up and to yeah. nag him about yes. it or to whine to get my way. Mm-hmm. I really just have yeah. to, it's such a big decision mm-hmm. that I I really did have to mm-hmm. surrender it to the Lord and say, yeah. if you want this to happen, you've mm-hmm. got to, you know, speak to yes. my husband about it. Yeah. Um, but I think too, some of the conversations are capacity. Sure. Mm-hmm. Do we have the capacity? We already have, yeah. you know, two other boys. We mm-hmm. both are working full time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do we have the capacity to bring in another child? And there was going to be a, a nine year age difference with our youngest son and mm-hmm. a, a new baby. Yeah. Um, and then the finances was probably mm-hmm. our number one. Yeah. And I, right. I can't wait if we're going to talk mm-hmm. about that. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Um, but, you know, it's funny. Speaking of yeah. Jason, that was our biggest concern. And so whenever Reggie yeah. and I, I finally brought it to Reggie's mm-hmm. attention at church and just said, what do you think about adoption? Yeah. Jason walked up and he said, what are y'all talking about? And, <laughs> oh, my um, goodness. I love this story. Yeah, it's my favorite story to tell about just the initial, you know, right. we're going to move forward. And um, we had just told him, you know, we're talking about adoption. And he got immediately excited. Yeah. And um Somehow, I don't know if he asked us, what's your biggest concern? Or if I just put it out there and I said, we don't have the money to do this. And he goes, oh, money's the least of your concern. (laughs) And he said, the Lord provides the money. And I just remember looking at him going, and you're crazy. Like, there's no way. But um, the money was a big issue. It really was. But. Which isn't that ironic because that was one of his biggest concerns starting out for us. (laughs) For y'all. And then Mm -hmm. the way the Lord moved so miraculously that he's able to say that with boldness. Right. Right. Because he'd seen the Lord's provision on the all side. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, that's so beautiful. I think that's something I love about Fielder is, hey, we, we start talking about money. Like yeah. the the families that are concerned about finances, because sure. yes, they're, the routes of adoption, mm-hmm. some of them are very mm-hmm. expensive. Mm-hmm. And, but time and time again, as people had prayer efforts or they just asked for support in the community, mm-hmm. yeah. the finances came yeah. and in miraculous ways. Right. And it is right. just time and time again, seeing the Lord provide. So, mm-hmm. Well, and it was a way for other people to come a- a- alongside us because when we were right. pursuing Max, it was mm-hmm. 2007 and 2008. Mm-hmm. And adoption was not a... Yeah. Um, a dominant thing here. There were families, mm-hmm. um, but yeah. very few. Mm-hmm. Um, I think maybe yeah. two or three mm-hmm. um, that I knew of personally that had In adopted. Our church? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, and there might have been more. Mm-hmm. I just wasn't aware mm-hmm. of it, but um, there were just yeah. a few. And so mm-hmm. our the the way that God even encouraged us through the support of other people yeah. with their time, like mm-hmm. our small group had they had mm-hmm. a. Um, a 5k at um, wow. River Legacy, you guys, yeah. <laughs> and organized the whole thing. Wow. And it was a fundraiser. We had two garage sales mm-hmm. and and raised like $2,000 yeah. $2, yeah. in a garage sale because That's people don't right. Mm-hmm. right. And, and so awesome. Uh, yeah. yeah. So just seeing right. that, mm-hmm. that they, you know, that yeah. their call was to support us in that mm-hmm. time. And it was an encouragement. Yeah. 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 You know, it's funny about the garage sale. Somebody told us it's it's an obligatory garage sale. If you're going to adopt, you must do the garage sale. Oh, my goodness. Like, that's your baptism into yeah. me either. Yeah, yeah. yeah. trial by fire. You can survive the garage sale. And you can do anything. You can do anything. Yeah. So true. 
Yeah. I love that. Um, so thank you for sharing some of those just fears and hesitancies. And I hope that is an encouragement to people who are listening that are walking through those right now. Mm-hmm. Well, um, and I want to say something. I'm yeah, sorry. This, yeah. this is one of my favorite things because um, it was an area even especially about how is this going to impact my other children. And yeah. I have a very specific memory mm-hmm. of I was rocking Madeline to sleep. She was very young, maybe six months, mm-hmm. seven months old. I don't even know. Yeah. And um, I started to have all these, this is the worst. You're going to ruin your girls' lives. Mm. You're not going to be able to parent three children. Mm. All of your energy is going to be taken with this child coming into your home. You don't know what you're getting yourself into. Mm. And I remember like my heart started racing and it was dark and quiet in the room. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden I realized this is not from the Lord because the Lord is not um, a God Mm -hmm. of confusion. And he's clearly said we're to do this. And I realized this is Satan like coming Mm -hmm. at me in my weak spot about my babies. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And just the... Um, in that moment, just declaring, mm-hmm. um, get mm-hmm. out of mm-hmm. this, get out right. of my head, get yeah. out of my house. Mm-hmm. There's right. no room for you here. Mm-hmm. Um, and the encouragement yeah. of that, the Lord was behind it and it was, didn't mean yeah. it was going to be easy or perfect or mm-hmm. rosy, yeah. but the Lord was behind mm-hmm. it. And, and so, mm-hmm. yeah. And to see good. now the way that it has impacted your whole family. Oh my I mean, it's so beautiful. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's so great. Mm-hmm. Um, Okay, I would love for you guys to share just you shared a little bit, but just the the type of adoption or the route of adoption that you guys stepped into. But then also, how did you choose an agency or how would you recommend somebody to choose an agency mm-hmm. if they are ready to step into the process? Awesome. Mm-hmm. So ours was an international adoption and mm-hmm. it wasn't because we made that decision. It yeah. was because it was Max that yeah. we, I wanted to adopt Max. Right. Mm-hmm. And even in that, what we didn't necessarily we didn't choose an agency we were we asked the director mm-hmm. of the um of harmony house mm-hmm. what agency should we go with because mm-hmm. it was such a unique situation that we yeah. were trying to adopt a specific child from right. china and china doesn't really do it that way yeah. you, it, it just works differently yeah. at that time mm-hmm. especially at that time mm-hmm. and so he said go with this agency because mm-hmm. they'll make the request for you they'll mm-hmm. go ahead and do it so we went with that agency mm-hmm. um and then China sent Max's file somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And and through the Lord's just perfect yeah. story that he had right. weaved, we found Max through wow. somebody else who it, it's a crazy long story. Wow. But so we switched agencies okay. and went with them. But we okay. just got um yeah. lucky because we did yeah. not research mm-hmm. or, you know, do any mm-hmm. of that. But yeah. the capacity to research agencies mm-hmm. now is completely different than mm-hmm. it was in two thousand six and two thousand seven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whether that's online mm-hmm. or the mm-hmm. resources that we have here at Fielder Church to ask for recommendations is yeah. is great. Mm-hmm. And with Jovi, mm-hmm. we went we went with All God's Children again. That's mm-hmm. the first agency that yeah. we used. Um, but when we found Jovi and mm-hmm. we were trying to adopt her again, yeah. a specific child, we ended up switching agencies mm-hmm. again. Yeah, yeah, um, gets kind of complicated her. when you go it international. Really yeah, mm-hmm. yes, mm-hmm. it yes. does. Yeah. Wow. Um, We chose domestic adoption. Mm -hmm. Just um, domestic means you're adopting more local. Mm -hmm. Um, Honestly, I just started calling. I went online and I looked up Mm -hmm. agencies and I just started making phone calls. And, um, you know, sometimes you would call some places and you Mm -hmm. didn't really feel good to talk to the people that answered the phone. And for something so big like this, if I didn't feel good about our conversation, I would just move on to the next. And Mm -hmm. I probably called 
six or seven agencies. Mm -hmm. Um, And then at the end, uh, my friend Angela, she had used Gladney and had such a beautiful experience. Mm -hmm. And so I called Gladney Mm -hmm. and it was such a fantastic, Mm -hmm. very transparent conversation. Yeah. Um, and they were also right. hosting an orientation pretty mm-hmm. soon. And so okay. we just decided to go with them, yeah. attended their orientation. Mm-hmm. I asked a lot of questions because it is expensive. I mean, and yeah. I just really wanted to understand, you know, if the requirement is mm-hmm. this much, yeah. exactly where do the dollars go towards? Mm-hmm. And they were yeah. just, it was just a place that mm-hmm. um, they were very open yeah. about the finances. Mm-hmm. And right. I got to talk to the financial mm-hmm. advisors and yeah. um, felt really good about okay. how they run their agency. Awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned it, um, you know, Currently, we do have a director of foster care adoption on staff. And so if you have questions about agencies or stepping into this, I would highly encourage you to email her, Mm -hmm. ebenton at fielder.org. Erin is wonderful. And she would love to help you take that first step Mm -hmm. of choosing an agency. Um, And that's incredible, Maddie, because it it wasn't like that for us Mm -hmm. the first time around. It was like just walking in the dark, trying to figure things out on our own. And I was kind of the same, asked Mm -hmm. a lot of questions, did research, did what I could. Mm -hmm. But it it is the support Mm -hmm. that exists here is phenomenal. Yes, that would have been wonderful. Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) Um, And we, I know that there's another type of adoption, or there's probably several more, but one is adopting um, like straight adoption Mm -hmm. or matched adoption where a child is... um, part of the state or in mm-hmm. a state and the um you're able to adopt through mm-hmm. an agency mm-hmm. domestically here um and that is basically free you know you're just paying mm-hmm. a few fees so yeah. mm-hmm. if you're interested in that um, you know the purpose of foster care is not adoption it's always reunification however some of the children's parental rights have been terminated and so they are able to be adopted and so, so there are there avenues is a, there really are there are so many, avenues, so many avenues kind of whatever you know, your family is called yeah. to. I think that's really it. And so as families who are listening or considering it, I think it's important to learn about all of them. That's why I brought both of you guys on here to share your experience and your stories, but there are other ways to adopt too. And mm-hmm. so if they're listening, they're saying, ah, I don't want to adopt international or, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, private. And so there, there are other ways mm-hmm. to adopt as well. And so Erin would love to talk to you. <laughs> okay, great. I know. <laughs> she can give you all the information. Um, okay, great. So, all right, you guys said yes to adopting. You chose an agency. What was maybe some of your next step? I have heard there's lots of paperwork involved, mm-hmm. but if you could remember the process a little bit after saying yes, after saying yes to an agency, what were some of your next steps that you guys had to do? There was a lot of paperwork. You mm-hmm. had to really detail out um, your finances, like your assets, mm-hmm. and you had to detail out um, your background, mm-hmm. you had to detail how you were going to provide, mm-hmm. um, for this yeah. child, uh, you know, physically, mm-hmm. emotionally, medically. Yeah. Um, we had visits, we had home study visits, which mm-hmm. were when a licensed social worker would come into our home, inspect it, and then interview us, mm-hmm. like ask a ton of questions Very and deep questions. <laughs> yes. And how we would deal with things, mm-hmm. talk to our kids. Now with, with Abby and Maddie, it mm-hmm. was different. Mm-hmm. Um, because they were so, so little, mm-hmm. but when we were doing our home study visits for our second adoption, mm-hmm. they interviewed the kids privately, like wow. our bigger mm-hmm. kids, mm-hmm. like they would just ask a few questions, but they mm-hmm. ask about how would we discipline and, mm-hmm. um, yeah. and support resources mm-hmm. around us. How does your family feel about it? Yeah. And even how does your family for us, because ours was international, yeah. mm-hmm. how does your family feel about the fact that you're, you're adopting, mm-hmm. um, a Chinese, a, a, a child yeah. from China, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. questions like that. Yeah. 
Um, part of next steps mm-hmm. is yeah. preparing your home, making right. room, um, raising money, mm-hmm. and then making sure that you're ready. You yeah. know, and then mm-hmm. learning for us, it was learning about right. Chinese culture mm-hmm. more. Yeah, so. mm-hmm. absolutely. Mm-hmm. And same process for yeah. us. It's a. It's yeah. just a lot of. Mm-hmm. Um, Mm-hmm. A lot of paperwork, yeah. a lot of mm-hmm. uh, even physical stuff. You know, they interview you mm-hmm. and they ask questions about even how we were raised and sure, yeah. memories that we have or mm-hmm. things that we went through even as children. And yeah. um, mm-hmm. but then we also have to check out physically as well. Yes, yeah. yes, and we so, had to. We had to go get physical. We did. I forgot that. Okay, okay. <laughs> oh, okay so I'm going to tell yeah. a quick story about my physical. So I don't have a regular doctor that I visit, and so. Yeah you know, one of the things I had to do was be cleared in a physical. And okay. so I was just frantically mm-hmm. looking for mm-hmm. anybody that had an opening. Right. And I came across this physician. Her name was Dr. Igwe. And I had come into her office and, um, you know, mm-hmm. we had just met and she could tell that I was frazzled. Mm-hmm. And she said, are you okay? You know, your heart rate's a little high. And I <laughs> yeah. said, um, I didn't realize it, but I just got word that our first amount mm-hmm. of money is due in a few weeks. And I didn't know. And we have nothing. Mm-hmm. And she said, what are you here for again? And I said, "Um, I'm adopting and I just need a clearance physically. Uh And Mm -hmm. so the more that she asked me questions and she could just, she just was really um, Mm -hmm. interested in our story after she cleared me. And Mm -hmm. she said, you know, you look healthy. And she said, "Um, can I ask you if you'll just stay Mm -hmm. here for a little bit? Mm -hmm. And I said, "Um, yes, is something (laughs) wrong? And she said, "Um, I want to help you. I just need time to run to the ATM really quickly. Wow. And um, I just, I was just so confused Mm -hmm. because that's not typically what would happen in a doctor's office. And she (laughs) said, would you please just wait here? Mm -hmm. And so I waited there and she came back and she handed us our very first donation towards our adoption. It was incredible. And it was just like the Lord saying, Mm -hmm. I've called you to this and I will provide. And Mm -hmm. I just remember being in the car and just yeah. sobbing mm-hmm. and just knowing yeah. this is going to be okay yeah. and we're going to yeah. make it and the Lord mm-hmm. is going to provide for us. Yeah. And, um, That's so good. So yes, you do have to get a physical, all that to say. <laughs> <laughs> all the things. But um, wow. there's just a, there's that. a lot that's involved in it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I just, I feel like even just from the jump, as soon as you start, the Lord yeah. just starts peeling away these layers mm-hmm. and showing how he's yeah. so faithful through these processes. Mm-hmm. Well, and even mm-hmm. I remember the first agency that we were with, mm-hmm. um, for Max, they said, here's what you have to do. Mm-hmm. And I was overwhelmed mm-hmm. by the paperwork mm-hmm. that you had to like print all of it off yourself. Mm-hmm. You had to, and there wasn't a lot of guidance, yeah. but then when we switched because mm-hmm. his file went somewhere else, yeah. I remember they sent this, I got this huge FedEx package yeah. and it was the entire dossier. That's what it's called. Mm-hmm. This book of paperwork that yeah. has to be sent. Um, and notarized at multiple levels mm-hmm. through um, the state mm-hmm. of Texas and through the Chinese embassy. Mm-hmm. Um, and the whole thing was pre-printed and it had instructions for every mm-hmm. single um, wow. different page. And I remember thinking, God, you see me in this mm-hmm. because that other, like the other thing, mm-hmm. it was a CD. They sent us a CD mm-hmm. to put in, you know, to into mm-hmm. the CD roll. <laughs> yeah. and you had to print everything. And I remember thinking, Oh my uh, Lord, I can't even like, we didn't even have the money to buy ink, you yeah, know, to like yeah. print all mm-hmm. of the bazillion pages and then mm-hmm. just no guidance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I remember being so yeah. blessed mm-hmm. by that, even that mm-hmm. little thing, just yeah. the, the ease of it. So, yeah. yeah, I love that you guys went there just all the ways that the Lord has provided right. or um, just seeing you and your husband, your family in this. Um, are there other times you can remember, um, that's one of my favorite things sitting and talking with adoptive families that they're like, God provided. He yeah. saw me. He did this miracle that yeah. I can't even explain other than his hand at work yeah. in our lives. Um, 
Are there other stories that come to mind where you saw the Lord's hand oh, in this, even anywhere in the process? You want to say all I don't day? Think he has long to. enough. <laughs> no, oh, this would be an all day affair, I know, right? I love that though. But it yeah. is. It's amazing. Yeah, it it's amazing. amazing. Yeah. So. Oh my goodness. You're telling for a story. Um, or do you want me to tell another one? You tell one yeah. because I'm gonna have to think. Like <laughs> I have to choose the best one. Okay, so you go. Um, you know, a lot of it. I was very stressed about the finances. And I think even though people kept saying, you know, don't worry about it, don't worry about it. I feel like through our adoption process, the paperwork was what it was. And, um, but me just figuring out how this, how do we do this? And we had nothing. Mm -hmm. I think we were like you guys, we did not have a savings account. We didn't have anything Mm -hmm. that was set aside for this. We did not want to go into debt, you Mm -hmm. know, and fundraising is a, it's a humbling Mm -hmm. experience to, it was the first time we'd ever asked anybody for money. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. but it was really beautiful. We didn't have a lot of ideas except for our garage sale, <laughs> honestly. I mean, we just didn't even know what to do right. or to, to post a GoFundMe. Right. And I had this idea in my head, you know, I, I know exactly who's going to contribute and we're going <laughs> to knock this whole lump sum out. And it did not yeah. go down that way. Yeah. But every time the w- agency that we had, mm-hmm. you had timelines that you had to come up with a percentage of the total amount by mm-hmm. a certain timeline. Yeah. And which was very stressful to know I have this deadline in front of me. We're not even close. Yeah. What are we going to do? And so um, yeah. to see people not only contribute in beautiful ways, yeah. Fielder is mm-hmm. a huge contributor mm-hmm. towards adoption. And yeah. I think mm-hmm. they had just agreed that they were going to start contributing toward adoption yeah. whenever we were going through it. They yeah. were a huge help to us. Mm-hmm. But just to see yeah. the different people that stepped up and say, I want to do this for you. Can yeah. I lead this fundraiser for you? And mm. um, we had a group of people that said, we want to lead a night of worship for you. Reggie's wow. not going to lead the worship. We're taking care of everything. Wow. Please just show up. Mm-hmm. Um, and they led that for us. The, you know, the garage sale, mm-hmm. it sounds funny, but we didn't have things to sell either. Yeah. yeah. And so no, it really we didn't was either. We had nothing. <laughs> we had nothing. And so it's really people bringing you their things mm-hmm. and allowing you to sell their things, yeah. which is, it's a big, it's a big moneymaker. Yeah. But just to watch the people that mm-hmm. they step up and do those things for you. Yeah. And so a lot of times maybe people aren't called to adoption, but there's mm-hmm. ways that they can contribute. They can donate things or mm-hmm. they can give up their time to help you. Yeah. Um, financially, okay. I just, there it was miracle after miracle. Honestly, there yeah. were people that we had never even met before that were contributing to our adoption. Wow. But um, I just felt like every time a deadline was coming and I would start to panic, mm-hmm. just the craziest things would happen, especially yeah. in the end. You know, we our process only took eight months wow. and really we can, I can tell a lot of stories <laughs> on why I don't, it was a shorter process than yeah. most, but mm-hmm. um, we had gotten a phone call that there were twin girls. They were four mm-hmm. months old yeah. um, and we need you to come. And mm-hmm. we still had a huge lump sum of money left, mm-hmm. which, yeah. you know, immediately you start to panic and yeah. what are we going to yes. do? And we can't leave mm-hmm. to get them until we've settled. Right. Um, and a family did come through and said, how wow. much, what's your balance? Mm-hmm. They had messaged me on Facebook Wow. and um, I was able to show them receipts and say, this is the balance. Mm-hmm. And it was a family that we did not know well at all. Yeah. And um, honestly, she said, I've just, I've watched you in church and I really do feel like um, mm-hmm. we're supposed to contribute. Mm-hmm. And so not only did they... Mm-hmm. They were going to give us enough money to settle Mm. our debt that we had. But then they felt like the Lord was saying, Mm. but we're supposed to give more than just this amount. And to the dollar, Mm. they paid for the final amount that we owed. Mm -hmm. um, But we also had to go pick our girls up in Florida. Mm -hmm. And so we um, were gone 12 days. We stayed in seven hotels. We Mm. did have our boys with us, which means we had had to pay for everything, every meal, everything that we did. Right. You know, once we had Mm -hmm. the girls, then it turned into a whole different level of needs. 
And the money that that family had given us Mm -hmm. paid for also the entire trip down to the dollar when we were able to cross the state lines and come back home. Mm, that's amazing. And wow. so it was oh, it, it was stories mm. like that mm-hmm. just over and over again. Yeah. And by the end of our process, we had not gone into debt mm. wow. and we hadn't yeah. we hadn't needed for anything. Mm. We actually we had an abundance. Wow. And so it's just um mm-hmm. I just can't say enough that if the finances, mm-hmm. that's the number one thing when people sure. come and yeah. they ask questions about adoption is we right. don't have the money to do this. Mm-hmm. I just say what Jason says. <laughs> That's them, the least of your concerns. Yeah. <laughs> That's the least yes. of your concerns. Because oh. when the Lord calls you to this, He does provide. He, does. he will. He does provide. Mm-hmm. And Builder is such yeah. a beautiful place mm-hmm. that um, there's just such a culture mm-hmm. of support in adoption mm-hmm. and foster care. Yeah. And um, the people will rally around and yeah. they do support. Yeah. Oh, I've seen it so thing. many times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. Um, um, okay. Let's, um, I want to jump back into the process. I could talk about the goodness and faithfulness uh, yeah. of God and your stories <laughs> so much, and we'll come back to it. Um, but I want to go back again, just to the nitty gritty of the process, right? You said there was mm-hmm. a lot of paperwork, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> physicals, but there mm-hmm. is training mm-hmm. too that agencies mm-hmm. require of you, maybe different international, Hours domestic. Would you speak into what some of those trainings were, um, either how they prepared you or what you wish mm-hmm. you would have been trained yeah. on? Mm-hmm. Uh, speak a little bit to the training that you guys had to go through in the process of adoption. Um, our training, I remember it was more extensive the second time around, but I think that there's just, there was a lot more online resources at that time. Yeah. Um, so one of the things specifically that we were educated about was um uh attachment and Hmm. and how Hmm. to build that because um kids who have traumatic beginnings who Mm -hmm. are um who are orphaned or Mm -hmm. you know whatever um it impacts them and we don't i we didn't realize Mm -hmm. that even if it's something like Mm -hmm. a baby born in a hospital who is Mm -hmm. then you know, yeah. given to right. an adoptive family, there's still, mm-hmm. there's trauma there's in still that. trauma as yeah. a baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we were trained on, we were trained on that. We mm. were um, yeah. exposed to it. I don't think, mm-hmm. I feel like the second time around with our second training that mm-hmm. we went through, it was more extensive. I felt like it was, okay. it was better, but yeah. maybe that's because I already had exposure to it. And so okay. it wasn't, it was, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but it was important. Uh, yeah. to be trained on attachment mm-hmm. and bonding and yeah. um, reactive attachment disorder, all that yeah. stuff to know what to look mm-hmm. for, um, ways yeah. to connect um, mm-hmm. with your child and yeah. and how to help them. Mm-hmm. Um, discipline, like you mm-hmm. you know, kids who come from hard beginnings, y- you have to approach things differently. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was some of the education that we yeah. went through as well. We did mm-hmm. a lot of reading books yeah. that were recommended um, from mm-hmm. the agency. Some mm-hmm. they sent to us, just, yeah. you know, stories or mm-hmm. um, empowered to connect, like yeah. all of that. Yeah. And we read through that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And it was helpful. Honestly, though, mm-hmm. I would say um, some of the most important was uh, stuff after, like when we were mm-hmm. in those hard places, like yeah. having um, resources mm-hmm. available mm-hmm. Yeah. and when you're in the trenches, mm-hmm. like dealing with hard yeah. things and, yeah. Yeah. um, mm-hmm. looking up information mm-hmm. or rereading books or mm-hmm. going and finding like, I, this isn't working. We got to try and, you know, we got to do right. something different. So I love that you brought that up too. And Mackenzie, I'd love for you to answer on training. Mm-hmm. I love that you brought that up too. I was like, it, 
it doesn't end. The training doesn't end when you bring children to the I, And that was something I was incorrect, my thinking. Mm-hmm. I thought the adoption journey mm-hmm. was over mm-hmm. once we got our children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It literally was just the beginning. Agreed. Yeah. Oh, I and, so agree. Um, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that, that I was unprepared for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. What would you say some of the trainings looked mm-hmm. like for you? Um, so we were fully certified through foster care mm-hmm. and that training was very beneficial for us. Okay. Um, but through the adoption process, um, our agency did provide fantastic training. There was a lot of it on identity mm-hmm. and um, mm-hmm. what adoptees just struggle with whenever it comes to identity. And those yeah. were valuable trainings to the point that there were several um, and they were online trainings with videos Mm -hmm. that I would even have my boys watch with me just, you know, just so we can all be informed of ways to um, support the children that we were going to bring into our home. Mm -hmm. But I agree with Virginia. I think um, I was very Mm ill-equipped until I had the Mm -hmm. girls in our home and just seeing the things that we were up against. And, um, but that's our responsibility is we just keep digging in and Mm -hmm. we keep trying to figure out what's next. And we reach out to people in similar situations. Mm -hmm. Um, I know that, um, did a lot of studying on Mm -hmm. transracial adoption. Mm -hmm. Transracial just means you've Mm -hmm. adopted outside of your race. And I know that that Mm -hmm. is our situation. You know, my husband's African-American and our girls are Mm African-American. And so, you know, being married to him and having his family is a huge benefit Mm -hmm. to us. But Mm -hmm. I do realize that Mm -hmm. as a blonde-headed, blue-eyed, <laughs> white woman raising yeah. African-American daughters, I have a huge responsibility to them yeah. and to do my part mm-hmm. right. um, to make sure that mm-hmm. I'm raising them in yeah. a way that they need to be raised. Yeah. Um, I do feel like I, I wish I would have had more mm-hmm. training on what it looks like um, if you have the option to maintain relationship with the oh, birth family. Absolutely. And that was mm-hmm. something that I was also not very well prepared for. Yeah. And we are in a very good place mm-hmm. now. But I think in the beginning, mm-hmm. you know, the the ideas mm-hmm. that I had were false. And mm-hmm. I think I based it a lot off of, you yeah. know, what you see on TV sure. or yeah. what others think, mm-hmm. and um, which was not true. And yeah. I think if I had recommendations, I think that's a, a training that a yeah. lot of adoptive families could benefit from mm-hmm. if it's an option. It's not always right. an option to maintain mm-hmm. that relationship. Yeah. But even training mm-hmm. on, so say you don't have the option to right. stay in contact with the first family, but what does conversation mm-hmm. in your home look like in mm-hmm. regards to a child's first family? Yeah. And I think that is, it's critical. It's yeah. very critical. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's really great. Um, you both hinted on uh, just support of the people that were around you in your community. Mm-hmm. So what did your support structure look like? And um, yeah, how, how did that bless your family through the process and even after the process? Mm-hmm. Um, for us, our, our church was our first support because yeah. none of our, we had um, mm-hmm. family, um, Jason's parents, lived about 45 minutes away, Mm -hmm. but so it's not day to day, Yeah. but the support Mm -hmm. from our small group and from our church family was Mm -hmm. immense when we came home our first time um, Mm -hmm. with Max, like providing meals Mm -hmm. and, and being at the airport when we flew back in, like Mm -hmm. just, that's incredible. It really is. Mm -hmm. There's just, um, and it's not for everybody. Not everybody wants that, Mm -hmm. but it was, Mm -hmm. it was a blessing to us when we came home that there Mm -hmm. were people there to just, just Mm -hmm. celebrate with us that Mm -hmm. we were home. Um, with Jovi, it was, Mm -hmm. it was different in that I had friends who stepped up and said, um, we're going to pack your freezer full of meals and we're Mm -hmm. going to bring meals for when you get home. And we're going to pick your kids up and Mm -hmm. take them and do things because, um, there is a, uh, 
um, a period of time where we tried to kind of cocoon at home mm-hmm. uh, to facilitate mm-hmm. attachment and bonding. Yeah. And, but we didn't want our other kids to suffer. And so we had a lot of help even with that. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to pick up so-and-so yeah. and take them to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then safe places to talk to mm-hmm. when we're having a hard time. Right. And mm-hmm. um, it's been a really hard day. Yeah. Or there's just mm-hmm. – because – um, there are, there are hard days. Mm-hmm. It, it is what it is. Right. And because, I mean, when you have a new baby, even if yeah, it's a biological right. baby, you're mm-hmm. tired and you're stressed. <laughs> right. oh, I yeah. don't want to do this. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to clean her. I don't want to make right. dinner or stop fighting, please. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and so there are people to talk yeah. to and just mm-hmm. to say, I'm tired mm-hmm. or I'm yeah. weary, or I don't mm-hmm. know what to do here. Yeah. Um, and especially now I, 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 I would mm-hmm. have a, a list of people I could choose from that yeah. I could text mm-hmm. and say, can you pray for this for me, please? Right. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. I just need to vent for a second mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, right. So, mm-hmm. um, and now what we have mm-hmm. is um, like the, ado- there's adoption support group. Right. I did a transracial adoption class that Mackenzie yeah. taught. That so was great. Fantastic. I went through it too. I yes. loved it. Oh my <laughs> goodness. Yes, loved it. Just, so, there's just yeah. like, it's, it's mm-hmm. endless. It feels mm-hmm. like. Yeah. So very yeah. true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I think along with her, it's just, um, I just I can't say enough about Fielder and how mm-hmm. we constantly grow together as a church yeah. and as we you yeah. know um, grow mm-hmm. and we put more things in place. Just mm-hmm. the people that you're surrounded with is absolutely mm-hmm. incredible. Yeah, you know I did have the support mm-hmm. of my family. Um, yeah. My parents did move yeah. this way. Yeah, um, and Reggie's family mm-hmm. is local. Mm-hmm. But you know even down to mm-hmm. um, the woman that has babysat my girls since I brought them home. Yeah. She's also mm-hmm. um, a, a mother that has <laughs> yeah. adopted outside mm-hmm. of her race. And so yeah. um, I know that it blessed us tremendously that mm-hmm. she stepped in for us. And she yeah. has been our, she's our tribe to this day. Yeah. She still is. Mm-hmm. And um, I know that her girls and my girls mm-hmm. have a bond that's priceless yeah. and they'll have each other right. hopefully forever. I know. <laughs> but even other families that have adopted and the people that we get to spend mm-hmm. time with, I just feel yeah. like since um, we do have those types of relationships that are mm-hmm. available to us, yeah. that our kids are going to grow up with people that are like them, yeah. that maybe when they get mm-hmm. older and they want to talk and maybe they don't want to talk to their parents all the yeah. time, mm-hmm. they have other kids around them mm-hmm. at our church that they can be bonded mm-hmm. to and they see people that are like them. And Well, think about so the uniqueness of the staff and mm-hmm. how many people have adopted. Mm-hmm. Like when we've had like a lead team get together yeah, right. and like the majority mm-hmm. have adopted yeah. the minority mm-hmm. have not. And it's not yeah. like we joke. Well, if you yeah, want to yeah. come on staff here, you have to sign a contract. Yeah. Like we, they, it's a joke. Yeah. It's <laughs> a joke, but it just happens because yeah. It, yeah. Like, that's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. That it just, yeah. that it's it just the church happens. culture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, the culture. Mm-hmm. The word was escaping me. I yeah. think of it. But no, that's no, amazing that, because then our kids see this is normal. Yeah. Like my kids, I love when I hear them talk about their future families. It's a game that they play in our house. Led oh by goodness. one kid in particular, <laughs> or she wants to list out. She's gonna have ten kids. Oh my goodness. Husband's gonna have this name, but all of the all of my six children, mm-hmm. like adoptions, already in their yeah. wheelhouse of what yeah, they talk that. about for the future. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. Guys. It is incredible. It, is. it really yeah. is incredible. Yeah. I love that. And I even love that whenever you mm-hmm. look at families, you really mm-hmm. can't pinpoint who belongs to who. Yes, and I, love I feel that. like it's just such a beautiful picture. Like yeah. You talk about what heaven's gonna look yes. like, you know. Yeah. And so Absolutely. I just, I love that mm-hmm. we have the availability yeah. to, for our children mm-hmm. to be together yes. and to spend time together and hopefully be able to grow up together. Yeah. And this is I a unique that. thing. I'm part mm-hmm. of a Facebook group mm-hmm. for um, families who have adopted from China. And oh. I see people post on there. We're really contemplate moving, uh, contemplating moving. Mm-hmm. Our child is the only 
mm-hmm. um, you know, ch- um, Asian person in our town, mm-hmm. or we have no mm-hmm. resources. Mm-hmm. We are, she is struggling or he is yeah. struggling or whatever. Right. And it hurts my mm-hmm. heart so much. Yeah. And they're contemplating moving mm-hmm. their whole family. Mm-hmm. Wow. I'm like, how fortunate mm-hmm. and blessed are we that that was wow. never even yeah. a mm-hmm. discussion we had to have mm-hmm. because yeah. we knew we were going to mm-hmm. be, mm-hmm. um, like yeah. supported, celebrated, mm-hmm. and and that yeah. it wasn't going to be anything mm-hmm. out of the norm. Mm-hmm. To yeah, I mean, to you both listed just different ways people supported you, mm-hmm. and I mean, some small, some big, but everything in your mind was like we felt so supported. Well, and our like, home yeah. study yeah. Um, agencies would ask that question: mm-hmm. Do you have support? And even now, <laughs> when I do a post placement report, I do mm-hmm. um, the. Uh, oh gosh, a month after getting home, we yeah. had a visit. And then six months later, a year later, right. two years later, they to mm-hmm. make to make sure everything's mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. And then we start doing, we self-report. And mm-hmm. I just finished it. And one yeah. of the questions is, how, how, what does your support system look like mm-hmm. around you? And it's like yeah. the easiest one to fill right. out. Like I'm like, yeah. I'm out of space because yeah. there's so much I can type in there about That's it. Very true. Yeah. I know that is something, as I met with Erin just last week, our director of foster care adoption, um, her the bomb. <laughs> she, she is, is the okay. best. Um, her big thing that she just really wants to help here at Fielder and grow in the culture is that culture of wraparound care and yeah. that support mm-hmm. because everybody can do something yes. truly. I mean, well, yeah. respite night was Friday yeah. night. And oh, so yeah. people come and volunteer yeah. to who are safe people who mm-hmm. can care for these children mm-hmm. um, that mm-hmm. to give the, to give the parents a break. And we utilize right. that many, we don't need yeah. to anymore. We have all these, you know, our kids are old enough <laughs> to babysit or whatever yeah. now, but there yeah. was a season when we didn't have right. that. And right. so we utilize respite nights and yeah. they were a blessing to mm-hmm. us to be yeah. able to get away. I love something else you guys said too. People would just offer or they would like just, they wouldn't say, hey, what can I do for Mm -hmm. you? I mean, you're Mm -hmm. already exhausted. I don't know. Like Mm -hmm. just do something. I think. And um, that was one thing that I was encouraging families to do. Mm -hmm. Offer to bring a meal. Don't say like, hey, can I bring you a meal? Mm -hmm. The answer is yes. You know, it'll bless them. Insist on it. Insist. There was was a time and um. You know, we can talk about the financial donations like crazy, but yeah. it was also the other things like that mm-hmm. yeah. that people could come and do. And, you know, we had had a very fast baby shower uh, two days mm-hmm. before we left to go pick up the girls. And yeah. so when we got home mm-hmm. after that very long, exhausting trip, yeah. I came home to a house full of mm-hmm. gifts and random mm-hmm. things, which was such a blessing. Yeah. But having two new babies at the mm-hmm. house, I was so overwhelmed yeah. that I couldn't get myself organized. I didn't know what I had mm-hmm. and what I needed. Which feels yeah. chaotic. It did. Yeah. It was so chaotic. Chaos. And I had um, two women mm-hmm. reach out and just say, what do you need? And mm-hmm. I said, I'm so embarrassed to ask you this, but yeah. I I just need help in my house. I can't get the yeah. girl's room done. I feel like I don't know where anything so is. Yeah, you know, I right. have to... We don't, we're not on a schedule. We're just in survival mode. Yeah. And these two women showed up mm. and they brought breakfast and they said, you go hang out with the girls. Oh we're going to just take care of this. And I just, mm. I literally sat on the couch mm. and just took care of the girls mm. and they went through and they just took yeah. everything and they organized it and they just put it in a way that yeah. when they were done, they said, I want you to eat. They did bring food for <laughs> me and just, just leave us alone. We got it. Mm-hmm. And, um, it was such a huge deal. Mm-hmm. It was such a huge deal whenever they were finished to say, I, I just felt like I could take a breath. And I, yeah. there was no way I had the energy mm-hmm. to take care of any of that. None of us did, you know, yeah. but it was such a beautiful time. And I just, I will, I reach out to them every once in a while and just say, I just, I remember that it was mm-hmm. such a big deal, yeah. you know? And so mm-hmm. even things like that, where yeah. maybe it's not the financial mm-hmm. piece, but it's 
just yeah. coming alongside and saying mm-hmm. serving with their time right very yeah. much so yeah which i love mm-hmm. i love that mm-hmm. and because not everybody is called to adopt but i think everybody can do something so mm-hmm. that and they may feel like this is insignificant mm-hmm. oh but my goodness it, it was you huge so it was immensely. such a big deal yeah yeah yeah, and I'm sure any family stepping through adoption would say the exact same yeah. thing that you guys are right mm-hmm. now. Um, so there might be people listening that are on the fence about adopting. Maybe they do feel called or, um, but they're like, I don't know, maybe. Mm-hmm. But what encouragement I think would you have for those people mm-hmm. who are in that situation? Um, I think just pray and just mm-hmm. seek the Lord's will. You know, when yeah. Jason asked me about adopting the second time and mm-hmm. I said, no, and he said, please mm-hmm. pray about it. And I, I was like, fine, I'll pray. But I didn't really, because mm-hmm. I really didn't want to hear the Lord speak because I didn't want to do it. Yeah. I was super convicted yeah. about it. Mm-hmm. And then when I did pray about it, it, and the Lord said, mm-hmm. this is for you. This yeah. is for your family again. It was liberating in that I I mm-hmm. knew, okay, well, God's got this. And he's going to work yeah. out and he's going to give me capacity yeah. to do this. Mm-hmm. But I had mm-hmm. to pray about it. And I had. Yes. I, and, and so... And if I didn't, if the Lord had not been clear in that, mm-hmm. then I would not have, I would not have proceeded. Yeah. So, because mm-hmm. if God tells you to do it, he's going to mm-hmm. provide for mm-hmm. you. Yeah. So absolutely. just pray, pray mm-hmm. and, and ask the Lord for peace mm-hmm. for either for yeah. doing it or mm-hmm. not doing it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, is there any other encouragement that you want to leave people with? Um, just, I know we, it was the first question I asked you, just the impact that adoption has had on your mm-hmm. life. Um, And we talked a lot about the character of God and um, how you saw him and his nearness to you through the whole process. I think um, I would love for maybe both of you just to speak to that just one more time uh, in your entire process, your entire journey, even after, you know, post-placement, just how um, you saw the character of God at work and and how that impacted your life or your kids' lives that were in the home. Yeah. Okay. I I, It's – Um, the most amazing thing that we've ever been obedient in doing and, and some of the hardest, Mm -hmm. um, but hardest because we're being refined because human beings naturally have selfish tendencies Mm -hmm. and this goes against it in, Mm -hmm. in every area, but to look at my kids where they are now Mm -hmm. and where they were, um, Mm -hmm. I remember, um, when the day that Jovi was put into my arms Mm -hmm. and just some of the things that we saw. Um, her do, we were so frightened. We were like, okay, I think this might be worst case scenario, um, for her. And it wasn't, it was her body dealing with the trauma of the situation. And this morning, um, today's her birthday Oh, <laughs> and she wakes up and runs downstairs and she's like, I'm the birthday girl. And she knows <laughs> she's going to be spoiled and celebrated oh and goodness. lavished mm-hmm. with love today. Mm-hmm. And that is mm-hmm. a beautiful thing mm-hmm. because yeah. these kids, have yeah. gone through hard things. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. worth it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It is. It's worth it. It's worth the heartache and the sleepless nights mm-hmm. and the stress mm-hmm. and the chaos. Um, I would never, ever, ever not do it. Yeah. It, it's worth yeah. it. All of it. The, yeah. All Absolutely. of it. Mm-hmm. So. Absolutely. Very much so. Yeah. I agree. I think, um, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. being called to it is one thing, mm-hmm. but I tell women all the time that are mm-hmm. nervous or they're scared. Yeah. Um, and these are things I say to myself to this day. And I, yeah. I, I'm sure anybody that watches this probably say, yeah, mm-hmm. she said that to me. <laughs> um, the Lord chose you. Yeah. And he chose you because he believed you could do it. Yep. Yeah, and if the good. Lord has that much confidence in me that I can do this, then I can have confidence in myself that he's called me to this. Absolutely. And we're in a hard place. But he's going to provide and he's going to mm-hmm. make a way. Yeah. And so, yeah. you know, 
I think sometimes people hear adoption and they mm-hmm. they have they put you on a pedestal mm-hmm. and it's going to be this sweet and fabulous, you know, super easy experience and the, mm-hmm. that's not what it is. Mm-hmm. But the Lord chose mm-hmm. me to do this yeah. and he chose me he because he believed I could. That's right. And so I can I can walk forward with confidence to know mm-hmm. that he's at my side and it's whatever good. is presented, mm-hmm. I'm here for it. Yeah. And I'm here for those girls. And, mm-hmm. it's good. you know, they get my best. They get 100%. Yeah. That's so good. I don't think my kids get my best, to be honest with you. <laughs> my, oh, I love it. I try. <laughs> so oh, man. Um, well, thank you guys for sharing your story, Thanks letting us know more us. about your families. Mm-hmm. I love Absolutely. this conversation. I just love both of y'all. So this was oh, fun for me, too. Excuse me. We can just keep going. I, mean, I know. We could. We're a little bit out of time. <laughs> It is the longest podcast yet. We set a record. So I can just keep talking to you guys. We got it. We got it. (laughs) Well, thank you guys for being here. Um, If you guys have questions about adoption or even foster care, we, um, Aaron Benton, our director of foster care adoption, is hosting a first steps meeting on November 8th. And so I'll link that information below for you to check that out. But that's a place for you to come ask all of your Mm -hmm. questions, meet other families that are stepping into the process, and meet Aaron also who is a great resource for you. Um, but like you heard them say, don't do not do the process alone. We yeah. want to come alongside you and support you through whatever God is calling you to step into. Mm-hmm. So make sure you reach out to Aaron Benton, ebenton at fielder.org if you do feel like your family is supposed to step into adoption. Mm-hmm. So, um, well, thanks for joining us for this podcast. Join us next week where we're going to continue the conversation talking about adoption foster care again. So until then, we'll see you next week. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's show. We would love to know what other questions you have about prayer. You can submit those at fielder.org slash podcast. Or if you're watching on YouTube, just leave a comment below. If you enjoyed today's podcast, make sure to leave a rating and review. That helps this message reach more people in our community because it's our hope this podcast would equip you and many others to live as followers of Christ outside the walls of the church.